to episode 3 of Osa's podcast. In this episode, we'll discuss coronavirus and how it's affecting the NBA and our school at Wayzata. And I'll talk about and rank 8 teams I believe that Tom Brady might go and the pros and cons of why. Thank you and hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Opus's podcast episode 3. It is Pi Day, March 14th. It's a very big day. Um, well, it's the weekend. And I don't know if we're going to be going to school next week. I think we will. I'll talk m- more about that later. Um, but first, we're going to talk about what's been on our minds for the last couple of weeks now. It's coronavirus, and it's something very serious and something that could really affect us uh, in the long run. Um, but I'm just here to talk about what, how it's affecting the sports world, especially NBA, which has now been canceled uh, since I recorded our last episode on Wednesday. Um, and other sports, as uh, the XFL canceled the rest of their season, the NHL also canceled the rest of their season, um, and now we're looking at school closures, especially in Minnesota. Um, and we'll talk more about that. And then we're going to talk about um, Tom Brady. Oh, I haven't talked about a lot about football so far, and uh, this thing is a great chance. We where will Tom Brady go in free agency? There's a lot of teams. I'm making a list of them. I'm going to rank them, and uh, we guys will get a chance to listen about it. So let's talk about coronavirus first. Um, here's the uh, issue, the what the NBA uh, issued out to its fans. Um, they say the NBA has temporarily suspended the 2019-2020 season in response to, to the coronavirus pandemic. That decision was made to safeguard the health and well-being of NBA fans, players, team and arena personnel, media members, and the general public. The league intends to resume the season pending further developments related to the pandemic. During this hiatus period, the NBA will continue to closely monitor the situation in coordination with the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. Infectious disease and public health experts, government officials, and the NBA Board of Governors to ensure that we are doing our part to support the response to this rapidly evolving situation. And then it later states on what coronavirus is. And uh, if you don't know what it is, it's a um, type of virus that's actually very common in um, many species of animals. And occasionally, if in contact to humans, uh, it can spread. And this was obviously first discovered in 2019 of December uh, in Wuhan City in China. And by the way, if you don't know why it's called COVID-19, it stands for Corona. Coronavirus disease 19, shortened. Um, and it's just, it's similar, it's, it spreads similarly to uh, the flu. Um, it's the droplets produced when so, when someone who has it coughs, sneezes. Um, and if you're also close person to person contact, and also touching of the infected surface. And, um, so the fe- the symptoms are pretty similar to the flu and um, begins 2 to 14 days after exposure. Fever, fatigue, muscle aches, cough, and especially older people are at risk. Um, and, they, and then it goes to show some uh, ways to prevent it. Wash your hands. This is very important. 
I don't know if I can stress this enough. <clears throat> it, wash your hands and actually wash them well. And um, hand sanitizer also, also works, but the classic water and soap is going to do the, the best. Um, also, elbow taps, I think, are the new trend now. So uh, I would do that. Um, don't touch your face. That's like the easiest way for it to get in. Even if you have it on your hands, if you wash your hands without letting it touch your face, you can ease, you can uh, prevent it from affecting you. And, you know, if you're sick, just stay home from school. Because why is that right now? There's st- as of 12.08 p.m. on Saturday, March 14th, they're still open for next week. Um, so, and then I'm going to read what, what our superintendent said. Um, I'm going to pull that up here. So this is I have it I have I have one from Thursday, so um, all s- concerts, performances, games, events have been canceled through April sixth, um, including my choir concert, which is kind of disappointing. Um, field trips are canceled. High schools don't go to field trips, but practices and uh, after school programs will remain open. So they're not going to close school, which I think is a very interesting decision. Because um, I believe that school is the easiest way to transmit this disease, this illness. Um, but I don't know. I w- f- me personally, I would not. I'd rather not do. I'd I'd rather go to school than do online school. I feel like online school is very difficult to do. Um, but you know, hopefully they can keep it contained. But I, I know other people have varying opinions. They want school to be closed, especially because spring break. Because not too far away and uh so i just think this is very interesting that uh coronavirus is spreading rapidly uh let's let's figure out uh coronaviruses coronavirus cases in the united states um uh, i'm looking this up and right now, um, according to the CDC, there are officially 1,629 cases um, in the United States. And there's 41 deaths. And I think right now in, in Minnesota, there's 14. I think there was our first case in Hennepin County. Which led to, I think, Benilde St. Margaret's is closed. Robbinsdale is closed. Tonka is closed. I'm not sure about Eden Prairie. Uh, I think Edina is still open. Maple Grove also closed as well. Um, but this is just my PSA to a lot of people, especially at our school. Is we got to stay, you know, safe. We got to, you know, don't shake hands. Don't do anything dumb. Don't lick surfaces. And... Uh, you know, just just don't do anything dumb, and I, you know, you don't need toilet paper. I know, you, but there's a lot of people. I see p- people taking toilet paper. Right, I just went to Cub like yesterday, and there was nothing. There was nothing. Water was almost out, and toilet paper, which is very interesting. I feel like toilet paper would be the worst of your worries when it comes to a outbreak like this. So, you know, I'm disappointed, especially my concert or choir concert got canceled or at least delayed uh there's no sports there's sports sports apocalypse right now and very unfortunate but i believe that you know the nba will be back and running 
and hopefully it can our fantasy league can resume. So that concludes my first part of this podcast. I just want to talk about it. I feel like I, I should have talked about it more in detail in last episode. Um, but uh, this will be uh, something that I think will be safe. I think it will be good. Um, I think our majority of my audience are teens. Uh, so I think our immune systems are pretty strong. Um, but I just want you guys to stay safe. Uh, so we'll take intermission here. Um, I'll be right back. Welcome back from intermission. We'll move on to our next discussion. What team will Tom Brady go to in free agency? And I've compiled the list of eight teams that I believe that are in the running for Tom Brady. That includes the Colts, the Buccaneers, the Panthers, the Chargers, the 49ers, the Patriots, the Titans, and the Raiders. I'm going to list, list these teams from 8 to 1, power ranking style, and I will describe why they could be a good fit, why they could be a not, why could, why could they be not a good fit for Tom Brady. Um, so my first team, my number eight would be the Panthers. There is no way, there is absolutely no way Tom Brady will go to Carolina. They got a new head coach who's inexperienced, Matt Rule. They have a team that does not know what their identity is. We've seen owner. Um, We've seen their owner kind of talk about rebuilding or going all in. And plus they have Cam Newton. And um, it, it just is not a good, not a great situation. Now, if I was Tom Brady and I was really, really wanting to go here, I think I would go here because of McCaffrey. Tom Brady has not had a, has not had a, I guess, a solidified, like a good running back that you can count on since Corey Dillon which was like almost 10 years ago. Um, in New England, the Patriots have gone through a slew of running backs, James White, Deion Lewis, Shane Vereen, and Rex Burkhead, and it doesn't. there's no number one clear running back, and I think that if Tom Brady can get paired with the running game, the play-action game will open up, and I think that's where he can kind of hide his weaknesses, especially with his age. Um, his arm power, obviously, is going to be a lot weaker. Um and he's not that mobile compared to other free agent quarterbacks. So that maybe will consider the, make me think the Panthers might get him. But in everything else, it's just not a good fit for Tom Brady. Number seven. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Raiders are an interesting team. They are moving to Las Vegas this year. Um, they were kind of good midseason in 2019. After they, um, but they fell off uh, after starting six and four. Um, that includes losses to the Jets, where they got I think blown out thirty-seven to ten, uh, blown out by the Chiefs forty to nine, and uh, in the last game in Oakland they lost to Jacksonville uh, against Gardner Minshew, which, yeah, that doesn't seem good. And also, um, week seventeen they had a, actually still had a chance to make the playoffs, and they lost to Denver. They lost to Drew Locke a rookie quarterback who's making like his fifth start. Um, and But the Raiders were kind of good. That's, that's the most important thing. The Raiders were 6-4. and four. They were actually in a wild card spot in the AFC um, by midseason. And I feel like a lot of things derailed this team. John Gruden, he's an offensive mastermind. He's been in this league. He's been with Brett Favre since the 90s. And he's coached. He's led the Raiders... Uh, before in his previous tenure 
to uh, tons of playoff appearances. He led the Bucks to a Super Bowl win with Brad Johnson as quarterback. Um, and recently just came back to coaching. And I feel like I, even though the Raiders are not good, they still, I still believe that John Gruden can find a way to use Tom Brady to make the offense a lot better. And also it does not help that, you know, Antonio Brown was supposed to be on this team. He was doing some stuff. He uh, hurt his foot with a cryotherapy. Um, he was getting fined and he didn't like that. And, you know, we all know Antonio Brown is a cancer. But at the time, it really felt like Antonio Brown could actually impact his team in the long run. And didn't help, it, didn't, it didn't work out. They cut him. So, and also other issues, I think the Raiders would not be a good fit, would be um, they're moving to Las Vegas. You know, who are the Raiders? Who is their identity? Um, they don't have one. They don't have a star receiver. Their defense is young. Their team is young. Um, I still think they're in the uptrend. You know, Josh, Josh Jacobs is also another reason maybe Tom Brady could go to Oakland. I mean, to Las Vegas, um, a running back. Uh, he, in his rookie season last season, played fantastic. Uh, even though they didn't make the playoffs, I feel like Josh Jacobs can do it again. And um, also that defense, although it is young, I still think it's on the rise. Max Crosby was wrecking havoc on the league for a couple of weeks. So, I, but, I, but I don't think that's enough for Tom Brady to say, I'm going to go to Las Vegas. All right. For me, number six would be the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, they're an interesting team. They finished, I believe, 7-9 under Jameis Winston, and he threw 30 touchdowns and three interceptions. But I feel like if Bruce Arians, who's the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, can make this team be better than what it Actually, it was actually their offense was actually kind of productive last season, and if you take away Jameis Winston's turnovers, he threw thirty touchdowns. But the Buccaneers' offense had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and all these star receivers, you know, and they they didn't make the playoffs because turnovers in the long run will obviously ruin your football team. Um, but you know, former quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals, Carson Palmer, talked about how difficult it is to go into a Bruce Arians system. Um, if you don't know Carson Palmer, he was drafted in Cincinnati in 2005. Um, Washington 2003, I, I believe. Uh, I need a fact check on that. And he was in Cincinnati, had a couple playoff runs. Well, he made the playoffs but never won a playoff game. He was really solid QB, went to Arizona um, in the twilight of his career. And in 2013... Which was his first year with under Bruce Arians. Uh, they didn't make the playoffs, but Carson Palmer threw a lot of interceptions, and it, and he told he's told I think Rich Eisen that it's like an, it's a new system. It's it's like you're a rookie, so you know there's always the possibility that James Winston might come back to Tampa Bay, which is very likely. He's already been in the system. Um, he knows his guys very well. He's he was the number one overall draft pick, uh, or not? He's the first. Um, first round draft pick for Tampa Bay. It's kind of hard to let him go because you don't want to our managers feel like that was a mistake. You still want to maximize the value out of that guy. Um, 
But the really the only reason why is because I think Brady will, will have a tough time adjusting to the system. Uh, it's, a, it's a very complex offensive system. You're playing in hot weather, which might be a, a positive for him. Um, but, you know, history suggests that he hasn't played well in Florida, which, so, you know, that kind of counter-argues with that, um, you know, idea of him going to uh, Tampa Bay. But I just, you know, the offense can be good. I don't think Tom. I don't think Tom Brady wants to be there that much longer, um, and I don't think that's going to be enough time for Tom Brady to get adjusted to that system before he retires. And that defense is not good. Um, it's up, but it's it's average, but it's not, you know, the 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 defense that New England was this past season. So I'm going to go with six uh, for Tampa Bay. For number five, I'm going to go with the Colts. Colts are interesting. Uh, obviously, last year or last offseason, they were shell shocked of Andrew Luck's retirement, and they had to thrust in uh, Kobe Brissett, who was a very solid QB. He was actually a backup to Tom Brady uh, in 2016, um, and a little bit of 2017 before getting traded to um, uh, Indianapolis due to Andrew Luck's injury. This this is an interesting situation. The Colts were very good in 2018 when they made the playoffs. And Frank Reich is an excellent head coach. He was part of the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles offense um, uh, coaching staff who won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. And almost and probably Carson Wentz should have won MVP that season. Um, but the Colts, you know, they were kind of good in midseason. And they kind of fell off because they don't have the experience of quarterback that Andrew Luck was or what Tom Brady can be. And I feel like if Tom Brady was thrust into that situation, he could make a big difference. The Colts still have lost talent. Eric Ebron came off a fantastic year in 2018, kind of fell off due to quarterback production and uh, injuries. Obviously, Brian Hoyer was thrust in. That's where they, you know, they lost to Miami. Um, one of the weirdest games. I, I recommend watching the highlights of that. Um but, you know, injuries is to that team, you need a quarterback, you need a leader to help you go through those injuries and actually make you feel like you're, act, you're, you're a playoff contending team. And that's what Indianapolis should have been last year It was if it wasn't for Andrew Luck's um, retirement. And I feel like if Tom Brady's thrust into that situation, he will make a huge difference, especially in a system that works, you can plug in quarterbacks, and they actually will play well, or at least solid. Um, the only thing that, you know, that could make Tom Brady say, hey, I, don't, I actually, you know, there's some concerns here, is that Indianapolis, how good are they? You know, this is their, they're entering to their third year under Frank Reich. You saw one year of, you know, they actually started one and five in 2018 before stringing off a couple wins and making a wild card uh, and beating the Texans before losing to the Chiefs in the divisional round. And you saw a team... This season, it started off pretty well. Um, I think they started off four and two, and they fall off and miss the playoffs entirely. So, you know, do you do you trust Frank Reich? This is his second year, his third year ever as a head coach, and I don't think Tom Brady. Same reason with um, the Panthers. It just I, he doesn't. I don't know if he's going to develop a trust with Frank Reich. Um, so, you know, the Colts are a sticky team, but I, I just I don't I don't believe that. 
they're a good enough team. Um, for Tom, I think they are a good enough team. I just don't think they have an experienced coach um, that Tom Brady can trust. Number four. Number four, I'm going to go with the Chargers. The Chargers are a team that we don't know, you know. Who are they? Who are they? If you go back under Vance Joseph's, I'm sorry, not Vance Joseph. Uh, blanking, blanking, blanking. Uh, Chargers head coach, uh, Anthony Lynn. Um, his first year in 2017, they start off 0-4. Um, and they rebound to go 9-7 but miss the playoffs. In 2018, two seasons ago, they were really good. Philip Rivers had a historic year, kind of a uh, you know, sweet you know homecoming year for him. They go twelve and four, make a wild card because obviously Mahomes, and the Chiefs were high flying and and uh, they beat Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in the wild card, um, and then get kind of destroyed. I would say it the scoreboard does not reflect that, but they got destroyed against the Patriots in the divisional. And um, and then this past season, they were just not good. They were just very average or very mediocre. They suffered through injuries. Philip Rivers was, I've never seen him worse since ever, to be honest. He threw a ton of interceptions, especially if you watch the Vikings play the Chargers uh, in Week 15. The Chargers had like six turnovers. They could have won that game. They have tons of talent. Mike Williams is <clears throat> one of the best receivers uh, at, at the deep ball, he can catch. Uh, they just signed uh, Austin Eckler, their running back, to a four-year extension, which means probably Melvin Gordon will be leaving free agency, leaving the Chargers uh, in free agency. Um, they still have Hunter Henry, their tight end, who came off an uh, injury-riddled year. Um, they still have Keenan Allen. This team still has tons and tons and tons of talent from that 2018 season, and they're moving to a new stadium, which would increase ratings because the Chargers do not have very many fans. Um, maybe, you know, if you look at Dean Spanos, the owner of the Chargers, saying, hey, this could increase ticket sales, this could increase viewership, this could increase our fan base, which we really need. Even though it's only for two years, it could give a lot of hope for that team and that for that city, for that fan base. And I feel like the Chargers, they're good. I feel like the Chargers are good. It's just that they cannot put it together. They have choked leads. They have choked outright terrible games. They lost to Duck Hodges in primetime. Uh, they lost to Drew Locke on a pass interference penalty that should not have happened in the first place You know, without tons of experience. And obviously, Philip Rivers is choking games through his interceptions. But now he's gone, and now, he can, now he's looking for other teams for agency. He still wants to play. I think Tom Brady would be our perfect fit. He's a more... I think he still has a stronger arm than Philip Rivers. He's more, uh, I think he's a smarter quarterback than Philip Rivers. Um, he's a lot smarter with the football, uh, for sure. Um, only f- issue is that, you know, does Tom Brady want to move to Los Angeles? It's very expensive in California to live there. Um, and uh, even though, you know, Tom Brady is obviously, you know, the GOAT, the, is that, does that promise a fan base? Does, do you think Tom Brady will feel a connection like he did in New England? He might not. He might not want to be in the situation where a team might be rebuilding. And obviously, the Chargers have questions: Are they good? Or are they not? They don't know if they're good. They don't know if they want to go all in in twenty twenty or if they want to rebuild. And Tom Brady does not want to be part of a rebuilding 
He wants to prove to Bill Belichick that he can win it on his own and it was not Bill Belichick's system, that it was Tom Brady himself, the GOAT, and putting him on a rebuilding team will not make that happen. All right, number three, I'm going to go with the Titans. The Titans coming off a AFC Championship game appearance, um, which I believe they actually could have won that game. And Ryan Tannehill played an amazing season coming in for a, a struggling Marcus Mariota, who is, uh, they are both free agents. So the Titans, you know, I think they cut Deion Lewis yesterday. Um, they cut uh, four other players. They cut Ryan Suckup, their uh, kicker, veteran kicker for a couple of years now, which is very surprising. And that's all because to make cap space for Henry. Um, but in a perfect world where there was no cap, there's no uh, salary cap. Um, this is by far a really good match. Mike Rabel is a former teammate of Tom Brady in New England. He, act, he Mike Rabel actually caught a touchdown. He, Mike Rabel is actually a linebacker in New England. He caught a touchdown. The Patriots were kind of weird back then. They, they knew Mike Rabel could catch and they could sneak him in in, in, uh, in tight formations near the goal line. Play action, you know, like a little waggle action. Um and he actually caught a touchdown against the Eagles in the Super Bowl in 2005. Um, so they and plus they know each other. And there was recently spotted at a college basketball game FaceTiming. Uh, I don't know who Mike Rebel was FaceTiming with, but obviously, um, you know they're together. They're good. They're good friends. They're good buddies. And that'd be awesome. That'd really that'd really be awesome for Mike Rebel, the coaches. Uh, long long-lasting friend, and Goat, and Tom Brady, and they have a solid team. John Smith, their tight end, came up big. A.J. Brown, who's now in their second year as a receiver, played really, really, really strong football late in the season. Their defense, ama- not amazing, but spe- but good enough. Um, they shut down Lamar Jackson in the divisional round. We haven't seen that uh, ever. We've never seen Lamar Jackson in this, in this MVP season get shut down like that. To 12 points, and um, obviously Derrick Henry, which they're making cap space. That's why they're cutting so many, so many of these players. They're kind of low on cap space, and um, this would be an awesome team. Uh, only issue, obviously, is is their offense actually that good? You know, this is the kind of same question. Did Tannehill just carry the reins of uh, Derrick Henry and just you know just sailed just sailed the ship just just you know, stood on the just sat on the back of Derrick Henry to carry this team to the AFC Championship. Um, so that's the only question. I don't know if Tom Brady would want would would want to be in that system. Nashville's a small market, so you know, is he gonna get you know that much you know fan that big of a fan base? I think the Titans have a dedicated fan base, just that they're not big enough as a city for Tom Brady. That could only be that could probably be the only issue. And they went nine and seven. Is that you know, solidifying, oh yeah, they're going to make playoffs next year. We don't even know that yet. Um, so that's just, that's that's probably the only concerns that Tom Brady might have uh, if considering joining the Titans. Here we go, number two. We're now down to the 49ers and the Patriots. I'm going to go with the 49ers here at number two. This seems odd. I don't really believe this might this is even a possibility um, with Jimmy Garoppolo being a quarterback. But um, I don't I don't I don't understand the hate uh, against Jimmy Garoppolo. To be honest, from my opinion, I think 
Obviously, he's kind of young. He hasn't had a lot of starting experience, but he played really well. He played in the system. He wasn't the star of the show. It was Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman, that running game, and that defense led by Nick Bosa, D. Ford, Eric Armstrad, and Richard Sherman. That was an all-star defense. That was a defense that we might not ever see again unless they repeat it or even get better in 2020. But there is a clause in Jimmy Garoppolo's contract that allows him, I think, if uh, if I'm remembering correctly, to be traded or to be released without giving the 49ers dead cap, which is really important because he got paid a $105 million deal, five-year $105 million deal after 2017. And, you know, obviously you don't want that dead cap space. If you don't know what dead cap means is that, let's say, if the Minnesota released Kirk Cousins today, who's under his 28, who's scheduled to make $28 million a year, then that means the Vikings have $28 million in dev cap space. They still have to pay Kirk Cousins the, the money because they signed a contract. Some clauses, some contracts, they don't they don't have to do that. But since it was all guaranteed, like Garoppolo's almost, that, that could happen to the 49ers as well. So, And the 49ers are an awesome team. They're a really good team. That's a team. This is a team that Tom Brady really wants to go. Tom Brady, if you look at his teams in New England, what do they have? Great defenses led by Bill Belichick. This is a great defense led by um, Robert Sala, their defensive coordinator. This is an awesome defense. They're very experienced. Very, They're experienced and young at the same time. They have some key people. D4 was actually on the Chiefs last year. Um... He's uh, infamous for jumping off sides in the AFC Championship game. And you're obviously Richard Sherman, who was probably the leader of that team and that defense especially. Um, and this is a team that Tom Brady, I think, really, really wants to go. Um, this is, this is, this is, but the only issue is I think that Kyle Shanahan, he's, I don't think he's still in, I think he's, I don't think he's still fully committed to Jimmy Garoppolo. So, you know, that might make Tom Brady, but that might, make, that might make Tom Brady an option for the 49ers. But the thing is, their owner, um, I don't think is, is going to let him go. Um, this, Jed York is not going to, you know, John Lynch, their general manager, they're not going to let him go. They're not going to let Garoppolo go after what they saw last year. He beat the Saints in the Superdome. He almost he almost beat the Ravens. This, Jim Garoppolo's really kind of clutch. Uh... Obviously not in the Super Bowl. I kind of blame Kyle Shanahan for that play calling, but obviously it happened and happened. Um, but I feel like 49ers are an awesome fit. I think Tom Brady would love to go there. Number one, obviously the Patriots. The Patriots is what makes the most sense for Tom Brady. Do I even have to explain this? Tom Brady been in New England for 20 years. He has won six Super Bowls in New England. He has made a legacy in New England. He is. He has defined a generation in New England. He has been with his longtime head coach, Bill Belichick, in New England. Nowhere else. Tom Brady has been nowhere else. And this is why the big, biggest factor. A lot of QBs, they don't, they don't think it's time to hang it up. They don't think it's time to retire. They don't think, oh... They want to prove to themselves. Some quarterbacks, like Tom Brady right now, who I think is probably making a mistake, they want to prove to the, to themselves that, hey, it wasn't the coach, it wasn't the team, it wasn't the system, it was me, it was me, it was me. Which could be very dangerous. Let's look at a, a great example of Brett Favre. Um, 
Green Bay Packers after 2007 through the game-losing interception to the Super Bowl, the eventual Super Bowl champion Giants in the NFC Championship game. Says he's going to retire. But then he decides, hey, you know what? I want to come back. Green Bay says, hey, you know, we already got Aaron Rodgers. So we're going to trade you. Said, okay, trade me. They go to the Jets. He actually kind of played really well during playoff contention. But an injury, uh, his uh, performance got significantly worse and he missed the playoffs. Um, and then uh, went to Minnesota in 2009. Had a really memorable year in Minnesota. Lost the NFC Championship game through an interception. Saints overtime, game-winning kick. Bounty Gate might have been the reason for that. It is the reason for that. And then obviously, I still, he wanted to retire. And then he said, no. I'm going to come back one more year. Hey, if you went to the NC Championship game this year, we can do better. Bonnie Gate did not. Bonnie Gate said no. His injuries that were caused in that game really took a toll on him. Uh, and the Vikings went 6-10. and 10 And then he broke his he had a concussion on the last game at TCF against the Bears on Monday night. And that was the last play of his career. And, you know, a lot, that's, that's a big risk that quarterbacks like Tom Reed right now are taking. Do you want to end your career on a legacy of failure? Obviously not failure from Tom Brady's case, but not in a good note. Would, would, if you really want to play until you're 45, what is the best chance? Staying with a system that you know, taking the safe route. He's already built TB12's workout program in New England. They're headquartered in New England. That'd be very hard for him to move, especially to like Nashville or Los Angeles or Indianapolis or Know, Charlotte, like that does that, not Tom Brady like, and it just I don't I Tom Brady has to be smart here. And if I was Tom Brady, I would just sign with New England. All this controversy does not need to happen. You're already causing your team to you know doubt. Hey, is Tom Brady even really that good? You know, you don't want that. You want your team to say, Hey, this is my team. This is this is my. I'm never ever doubted to leave this team. This is a team that I built. You know, it's the house that I built. The stadium, Gillette Stadium. So, um, it's just the smart thing to do. It's the smart thing to do, and it's to stay in New England. And I think New England can get better this season. And I don't think Tom Brady needs to get that $30 million contract that he's asking for. And if you don't know, Tom Brady, he's not the most paid quarterback in the league. He's been taking a lot of cap hits, a lot of, uh, um, you know, paychecks, pay hit. Ugh. You know, he hasn't been paid a lot. I think his recent deal was like $16 million, $18 million. Kirk Cousins is getting paid $28 million per year. I think I would rather have Tom Brady than Kirk Cousins. Tom Brady does that because he wants the team to be good. He wants the rest of the of the team's money to go to the supporting cast, which makes him better, which is a smart move. But I feel like Tom Brady's gotten tired of it, especially with him uh, not even winning a playoff game, going one and done against the Titans. He wants the supporting cast, but... Hey, if you if you're asking for thirty million dollars, that that's not gonna it's not gonna happen. So I think to put the best deal for Tom Brady is a three year deal, and I would say twenty million. Because I think right now Tom Brady is uh is scheduled to be uh forty two in August. His birthday is August eighth. Um. And uh, I think three years. He said that he was going to be 45. Yeah, he said he's, he was going to be, he wants to retire at 45. Three year deal will go exactly right to 45. 
hopefully he can get some seasons out of that team, get some good years out of that team of New England, win another Super Bowl. If he wins another Super Bowl, and especially with him playing really well, he is the best NFL player ever to walk the earth, no doubt whatsoever. And I think Tom Brady really, wa- really wants that. He wants to entice that because people say, oh, Drew Brees is better. He has more passing yards. He has more touchdown passes. But he's, only, he's never, he never even won MVP. He's only won one Super Bowl. And that's because he cheated. And then he took Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's the best thrower in the game. Oh, wait. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, the best quarterback ever. He, he's not. He's only won one Super Bowl. And he got carried. He was most, one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks in 2019. And... Luckily, went 13-3, you know. Thanks, refs. And then you look at Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, he went two Super Bowls, but he has, he has been in a Super Bowl since the 2010 season. Um, Eli Manning just retired. Phil Irvers, I don't think he's going to be back in the playoffs. Um, and his body is declining rapidly. So Tom Brady, this is a chance for Tom Brady to show to the rest of the league that I'm the GOAT, I'm the best. And the best way to do that is go to New England. But that concludes my list. I believe Tom Brady should go to New England. Uh, to recap, number eight, Carolina. Number seven, Oakland, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Number six, Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Number five, Indianapolis Colts. Number four, Los Angeles Chargers. Number three, Tennessee Titans. Number two, San Francisco 49ers. And number one, New England Patriots. So that concludes my list. Of where will Tom Brady go? Um, and this will conclude uh, this section of the podcast. our third episode of Oops' podcast. Now, if you enjoyed, please share it to others and make sure this goes around the world. You know, um, but actually, guys, really thank you. I, I didn't really think I was going to get this much um, listen, listeners by episode three in a week. Um, and I, I really appreciate that. Uh, but hey, you know, this is this is for you. If you want to me, to me to talk about other things. Just tell me. Just text me, snap me, talk to me at school if, if there are any suggestions, and I will gladly be able to do those. Um, but thank you, and hopefully if we have school next week, which I think we'll do, I'll record an episode on Wednesday, and I might need some guests. So this concludes the third episode. Thank you very much.